Welcome back to another episode of the B-Team Podcast. I am joined, as always, by the People's Premier, Bernard. It's always a pleasure. We've been doing this for over 20 weeks straight. NRL season's coming to a wrap. Can you believe it? It's been a big season. Great season. And Lots I, of highs and lows. I'm looking forward to how the finals turns out because who knows who's going to be making the eight, which positions. Man, it's I'm actually gonna, a big couple of weeks. I'm going to say it. I feel like it's the most wide open comp ever. With Definitely what's not the most wide open comp. With what's happening with Penrith <laughs> at the moment now with these little bit of yeah. injuries, you're going to get a team, my hot take. I'm starting hot. Yeah. My hot take is you're going to get a team that finishes outside of the top four making the grand final. I, I could see that happening, but when you say most wide open, most wide open to finish to make, second. To make the grand final. To maybe. make the grand final. because. But what I will say, sorry to interrupt you, is that Penrith, mm-hmm. they get Cleary and Luai back week one. They're a shoe They're firing. The They're firing. Let's say they win that game, Bernard, yeah. which they should. You then get them in a prelim final, having only played one game of football in about eight weeks. Full strength, yeah. All of them together. Mm. Against, let's say they play the Roosters or South, who've been playing finals footy for two months straight. Pretty much. It could it could come back to bite them. Momentum's a big thing, but it you is. could also look at, you know, Cleary's well-rested. He's been to Bali. Yeah. He's settled down. You know, Luai's rested. They've been at training. I don't know. I, I think everyone's playing for seconds. But at the end of the day, on any given Sunday, like we've been saying all year, anyone can win. Para's proven that time and time again this year. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. I like to think that, the, the season's only got a bit interesting in the back end because it's like, who makes the eight? Yeah. There's still a couple of teams that are alive. I mainly what, mainly one. Yeah. Well, I think what makes it so interesting as well is that there are so many teams where we go, this team could go on a run. This team could go on a yeah. run. This team could go on a run. We did our pretenders and contenders last week. Mm. We're both hot on... I'd like to the say Cowboys. the Cowboys. and the Cowboys. I, I, I've ruled out Brisbane actually making a run, but South, mate, South, South could both, make a run. Who are strength. playing as we speak. Yeah. So even if they were to lose, we're, we're still hot on them. And mm. Troll Mitt, as long as he stays. But fit, even your Roosters, you know, like, like they've built some. Adding Matt Lodge to that pack. One of the signings of the year. Easily. Mid-season signing of the year. It's not even like he needed the money. He already had 700 lying around. Yeah. Just They're doing nothing. This was just if he, if he wanted to go for a run on the finals. And... Trent Robinson, he's got him playing his best footy. He just added aggression to the yeah. pack. It was a low Someone risk. nice up front. And and they've been playing really well. They've gained some momentum. Kiri's at his best. And I, I just think they've got a big last two games. They can't drop Huge. two games. If they drop two games, Huge. they're out of the eight. And if, and if Canberra win all their remaining games, which they have a pretty easy run going into the finals, then they surpass your roosters. So That's true. think about your last two games. Storm. Melbourne Storm and a firing South Sydney Rabbitohs with Trell Mitt at the back. I'm very worried about I'd, the South I'd game. I'd be very worried. I'm worried more about the South game than the Melbourne game. They've had the wood oh, on no. us. They've had the wood on us. New stadium. I think, There's going to be a lot of South fans there. I think like a, a fan question that came in earlier today, are Storm getting it right right in time great question for the finals? Zach. It was a great question. And I think they, they were unfortunately riddled by injury. They were. Pappenhausen... Shattering his kneecap into 10 pieces. You don't wish that upon yeah, anyone. you don't. And you can't see that coming around the corner. Jerome Hughes has been in and out. Cameron Munster's been in and out. Origin's a disruption for them. But I feel like... Outside adding, backs dropping like flies. Yeah, adding Nofaluma in and then being able to manoeuvre Meany and Munster. And then you have the addition of Jerome Hughes coming in. I think they're just about to hit full strength going into the Coates finals. coming back. Coates coming back is a big one. So... You know, Cheese being a fixture. He's been yeah, in and out of suspension as well. Suspended. So I think it's going to actually be a tough game for the Roosters. That's, you know, 
And it, what it's going to come down to is which pack's going to aim up the yeah. most. Which pack lays the foundation for the for the backs to play off. And Melbourne did it against Penrith they the other showed, week. Yeah, they showed against Penrith they know how to grind out a result, which is why you can't rule them out. I put, I've downgraded it from pen to pencil. It's yeah. one of the pencils that you can rub out. You can rub it out. Oh, you can rub it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, they reminded me a little bit that, yeah, this team's still, you can't they're still the Melbourne it. Storm. And they still got Cam Money Munster. Is he the best player in the comp? Like, I'm not talking about maybe consistently over every single week. Because, like skill but I just, and what he brings like, to I don't know team. what it is about him. When I just, there's, when you watch him, like that game against, against Penrith, mm. he does it all. He's a, he's, but he's, and he's got the, the spare tire, like a bit like me at the moment. This jersey's doing me no <laughs> favors, but doesn't look like much. Rips in, great in defense, yeah. line breaks. He's deceptively quick. He's got a great kicking. He can do everything. He loves the big stage. I think there's only maybe one or two players like him in the comp, like a Latrell Mitchell that has that impact on yeah. the team. And James Tedesco. And there's big rumors, and I know this has been circulating all year. Massive rumors that he's going to be signing with the Dolphins for 2024. He's committed to Melbourne Storm for 23, but. That'd, that's, that'd be the missing puzzle piece for the Dolphins. They need a marquee signing. They've been talking about possibly Ben Hunt, who's currently leading Daly M. Daily Telegraph been counting since Daly M went behind closed doors when they do that in the yep. regular season. And they think he's well clear of winning Daly M. And rightly so. I think so. Ben it's Hunt, hard to argue. Ben Hunt's been he St. George's it, best player. For sure. He's, and it's on a system where you get three points. You know, it's 3-2 on every game. Mm. And he's just... Every game they've won, he's... Probably been in the he's points. He's been on. And, he, you know, and he's got that 40-20 in his bag. He's molded he's himself into someone that can play in the middle as well when he goes into hooker. And he's just, and he's just he's been Dragons' best. They lean on him. He's one of the best halfbacks in the If court. you're the Dragons right now, you're obviously making a play to re-sign him because he's your For only sure. hope, right? But the Dragons have no one around him. Think about it. they got that Amon. Amon, Tarek Sims Played is well gone. on the weekend. Sims is going. You know what I mean? Great the, pick up by Melbourne. Great pick up. Oh, that's going to be a good pick but, up. That you're going to have to start looking at your juniors. Not that it's a rebuild like a Bulldogs, how they've been going for the last five years, but they need to start plugging in the gaps. In they need Whereas to be dipping into those If you're juniors. Ben Hunt and you're getting big money from, from Wayne and the Dolphins, do you say, I'll, I might go back to Queensland and just and take the money and, and play in the form that yeah, I'm in? I think I would do that if I was Look, Hunt. if he wins the, the Dallium, he wins a Dallium, and then he was now won an origin, he's redeemed himself. Mm. I feel like he's redeemed himself 100%. for the Brisbane Broncos Grand final. Well deserved. Little, well deserved. Poor guy. Would have had some bad karate. Yeah. He would now that he's redeemed him, a lot of Now sleep. he's redeemed himself. Maybe it's time to get the bag. Although he is getting the bag. He's isn't getting he? the bag. He's, he's made, one of the highest paid players in the NRL. So, I don't know. Maybe he's 1. got a nice 1. place. 1. Cogger 2. Bay. I don't know. Have you ever seen him on the Bay Run? No, that's no, not. That's not no. Cogger. That's Inner West. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't see him playing for the Dolphins. I could see them chucking the money at Munster. But if you care Munster, do you want to play for the Dolphins? Miss the eight. Uh, he's won his comps if there's a time to it's do true. it. And he's in quite, you know, he's a Queenslander. Wayne you got Bennett. Wayne Bennett there. Yeah, Wayne Bennett. It's a, it's a big play. I don't know. And, and in signing news, Cameron Seraldo. Huge news for you Doggies fans. M- big. Because they've committed How to him for five you, years. Go on, go. Tell Look, me. Look, I'm not a static. Get your bias hat on. Last time we signed a coach that really hadn't proven himself was Trent Barrett. And look where we ended up. But Gus is committed. In Gus we trust. And... Signing for five years, he's had a couple of people come out and go, oh, this is too long. You know, you're committing to him for too long. This is a recipe Contracts for disaster. anything anyway. I agree with that. But at the end of the day, they need a long-term goal to look towards. Give your coach two years minimum to say, look, you've got this to perform. We've got a decent side coming in next year. 
I don't know. It's starting to look good in Belmore. It's starting to look good. And in addition to that, I think it's a big play for Burden to stay on. Burden had some experience with Serraldo at, at the at the Penrith Panthers. Um, him Pain being a halves. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They've they got a good relationship. And I think it'll be a big point in Burden because he is free to start negotiating with clubs come November. I know. Staying at the Dogs, which will be which will be which is what the Bulldogs need. We need a player to build the club around. We're filling in the gaps in terms of the spine. Avarillo's looking good at fullback. Can probably just work on the high ball, Jake. I love you, but uh, it's looking good in Canada. It's it was a big W by Gus Gould. Yeah, because he was the most sought after coach in the NRL. Yeah, because that, we were starting to get worried. Like, who's this coach going to be? Then. But it's hard to stay committed for a club. You don't know who the coach is going to yeah. be. Then it looked like they were going to miss Seraldo. And after that whole Trent Barrett, Gus Gould fiasco, mm. rumors are starting to circulate. Do you really want to be a coach at Canterbury when you've got Uncle Gus? But we had Jacob Caraz on, and he myth-busted that. Yeah. He said it's that. Gus a legend. He said Gus a legend. He's not hovering around mm. like a crazy girlfriend that you never wanted. So don't worry about that. And now you guys have got your man. The most hyped-up coaching Chase, I've, I can never remember. Well, you I think I, for a guy that's approach, never coached, was approached by the West Tigers and he said no. How would you feel if you're a West Tigers fan? Mm. You got Papa Lee saying, "Look, I don't even know if I want to come next year." Seraldo saying, "No, I'd rather just wait for another job. I'm happy as an assistant here at Penrith." Does anyone want to bar the Tigers? The only good thing about the Tigers right now, apart from Adam Dewey and a good season from Jackson and Alex Twile coming back, is is the center of excellence they've just built. Because it looks like a great facility. I've seen it on TikTok. It looks great. I'd like to train in there. Is, I'm going to disagree slightly. Is the Bulldogs' job that much better than the Tigers' job? Yes, because the players that Gus has attracted Okay, year. but Gus... All right, so Gus has got Viliami Kikau. Yeah. Great signing. Reed, Reed Marnie. Marnie. Great signing. And you've got Burton there. So we've got a nice little... Good and spine. We got Josh Adokar. But you've got Dewey, as you said, and Hastings. Yeah. Great Luke places. Brooks, who's overstayed his welcome, he, mainly yeah, you, that, That'll be your first, you know, yeah. th- that's the first thing you've got to do is probably sort that out. Mm-hmm. And then you've got... But look at the players that have left. I mean, and then you've got Isaiah Papali. Coruscant coming in. That's, and a, that's the biggest signing. That's, that's a great signing. Happy Coruscant and Papali. If, if, if a good coach comes in there, he would have stayed. He's but like players like Luke Garner getting signed by a pen. That's, that's a bad one. M- massive loss. He's been, he's been one of the most promising Tigers to watch. They're both nowhere near the eight. So my thing is, you... I, I guess you don't have Gus, but you have that crazy West Tigers board, what? which apparently is a, a circus. But you've got great jun- Tigers juniors, apparently very good. Well, if you were Serraldo and you put your coach's hat on and you had to weigh up between Tigers and Bulldogs and you've got Gus Winan and Dynanya, you've got former Penrith players coming to the club, Burden already there, Kikau already there. They kind of know yeah, a, that's a good system. Yeah. I think it was an easy fit for him to come on board. It was probably the worst kept I think secret. The, biggest, the, the only thing stopped was Gus. Was whether or not those two were going to work, and he seemed because there were rumors coming out. Oh, he doesn't want Gus. Like he doesn't want to be in Gus's shadow. But now he's in. Bulldogs fans are jeep. Top eight next year. I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. I think on the eight, even even maybe sixth. You know, looking looking deep. Huge. Look, there was so much footy news. Mm-hmm. One that happened. So we have we've had a big gap between our last episode. Last yeah. episode. But we, as always, we get it in. We get it in. Hey, we are here podcast. every single week. Doesn't matter what day we do it on. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. Big news was Manasi Fainan. That was big, because on the podcast last week, I was I where we did our rumor roundup. We've gone through the rumor reel a little bit early mm-hmm. on today, and we said, look, it's looking like Manasi. It's a case of mistaken identity. You know, there's there was a couple of leaks right. in the in the, in the courtroom. <laughs> And his manager, now all of a sudden, he's, he's facing gone. up to 20 years. Yeah. He's been guilty of the stabbing. 
Now, his manager's come out and vehemently get, said yeah. he's going to appeal it. But in the eyes of the law, like how George Pell was at the time, Manasi Fane is guilty right now. He is. So, I don't He's He's had a lot of players come out and offer him support. Josh Alloway's come and he's taken photos with him at the court. Uh, Ola Kawatu threw up some postcodes in a try celebration. I think Adam Fanua Blake did the same thing. And the NRL's coming down hard on that. They do not want that. They don't want that. They don't want postcodes and gang signs no. pushing that culture. And a lot of people have come out and said, you know, because it was the Jersey saga, that to be hypocritical, that they're backing someone that is being convicted of stabbing someone. Paul Kent's come out on the okay. offensive like that, which I could see their point. But at the end of the day, this is a friend. Like it's it's a it's, it's a friend of theirs. Mate. It's yeah. a mate of theirs who's probably gone through a whirlwind the last. It's sure. he's been in court for the last three, three years. years. People might forget. Bottom line is, it's one of the biggest. Sa- it's a tragedy. It's, fuck, he was good. You got to think, Appy like you said, he Appy got shafted from Manly because of how good Manasi Fainu was playing. You played with him. Yeah, I played. Man. I mean, he, he was he was an SG ball player coming up to play in the twenties. And he was putting it on us. He burst on the scene in 2019. They shafted Appy Coruscant, who's now the New South Wales number nine. That's how good Manasi Fainu is. And it's probably going to be the end of his career. Tragedy. I hope not. Look, I guess, like, you'll see where the appeal ends up. You know, I, it was more, if you read the, the article about what the court documents was, I read it. I was like, this is crazy. It's outside a church function. He's got a towel on wrapped around his head. You know, he said it was for a headache. <laughs> and they saw a stabbing motion. There's, there's a lot of details into it. But in saying that, they're confident, uh, his team at least, and his manager are confident that they will appeal it. And they'll see where it ends up. I mean, Jared Hain got out on appeal. So you yeah. never know where these things end up. Uh, but he's been in the court. And I, and I don't think, I think the players will receive that message. They won't be throwing up gang signs anytime soon. Not after all the negative heat that Manly's already got this yeah. year. I think they yeah. could have a week out of the headlines. And a couple of massive injuries. As well for them, Ruben Garrick's out. So it's been, the year's just gotten from bad to worse for Manly. This has been a massive week of just court hearings. Now, a person that's been in and out of the Downing Centre myself, did you see this Brett Finch saga? This has, this hit me right in the face. It was so fucked, you didn't want want to believe it. That's how crook it was. Like... This guy has worked for, think well, about can it. We just He's worked say this. for Fox I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, We are probably the only people speaking about it. No one is speaking about it. And now I know you can't speak, like you don't want to speak about stuff when it's going on in court. But when you think about it, he's like, he's cup tied with everyone. He worked at Fox. Yeah. Channel 9. Channel 9. Yeah. YKTR. Points bet. Points bet. Bloke in a bar. He was in an ad with Alan Iverson at one point. You know what I mean? For points bet. Like this, this guy was in the industry as a, you know, in, in rugby league, they jump on ex-players. He was an yeah. ex-player that was everywhere. And he was mates with everyone. You know, and I, I understand it's a sensitive topic for people that you're mates with in media, but a lot of people have chosen not to opine on it at all. Whether you're at Crazy, Fox, whether you're at Channel 9, it's a pretty big piece of news that yeah. an ex-first grader has pretty much been, you know, in court for, you know, child pornography or yeah. whatever well, it is. You guys, if you read can, some of those messages. You look guys it can up, Google, Google it yourself. and you'll you'll get the messages. They're they're pretty crook, and I don't think there's a big excuse for it. I'm no, sorry. I'm like, sorry, but I'm sorry. Like it's you can't, black. You can't it's justify black, it. Yeah, it's black and white. I don't care how many head knocks you've had or how crook you were. Nothing excuses that. Yeah, but that's just another thing that happened on the scandal Crazy, yeah scandal that, that meter this a, week I was and in then disbelief that into the Kalen Ponga saga was massive now 
This one was big because, again, Caelan Pong has been sidelined with head knocks. Okay, he's got concussions. Captain of Newcastle, not present at the game. He's at a pub with Kurt Mann. Now, there's been many different stories thrown around. His dad's come out and said they were in the cubicle <laughs> together. He was just holding his hair back while he vomited. You know, he got sick. He was celebrating buying his house. People at the pub now have come and refuted that and said, no, he, he was wasn't sick. Shops. They were in there for 25 minutes. You know, Maybe they were sword fighting. They could have been doing anything in there. Like, we've, we've done this back and forth yep. before. Bailey Smith in the, in the AFL was said, Bailey, deny it till you die. And to Kalen Ponga's hey, credit... Do they have a video of him clearly doing it? He's denied it till he's, he's dead. And and Newcastle will never know if he, whatever he was doing And in let there. this just be a cautionary tale to any NRL player. Mm. Come on, just do it at home. And if you're going to do it... Also, well, why don't you just go in just one go at a time? Separate cubicles, on, boys. Are you, man? you know people are going to well, get their phone out. Well, Learn from the greats like Todd Carney. Phones yeah. are out in, in, in the men's bathroom. Phones Todd Carney was getting out. done in 2012. It's 10 years ago. So we had the iPhone 3s. Now <laughs> iPhone 14. Like these cameras, the quality is better than my vision. No one would have batted an eye if they came out of separate cubicles. Hey, Use exactly. your keys or something, it, boys. It's a bit cold. It, hay fever. He could have come out sniffling, bit of yeah, hay fever. They could have just said anything, you know. And 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 look, they haven't been convicted Kalen. of anything, but it's a bad look, and and that's what it the is. NRL have come but out. But look, said. as look. you said, his fingerprints aren't on the weapon. Exactly There's no right. proof. So deny it till you die. But Kalen, come on, you're probably the most apart from the Johns brothers. The most recognisable face but in all of Newcastle. Can I just say how the, the short memories people have in media? Because just a month ago, Kalen Ponga was being praised as one of the best players in the NRL because of his performance in Origin 3. Throughout the whole season, he's been copping it because he's not living up to his paycheck at Newcastle as, as their <laughs> fullback, and he's overrated. You read the TikTok comments, and, and people are pining on Instagram and, and social media. He's overrated, one of the most overrated fullbacks, what he's done at Newcastle. You put him in a team with Queenslanders and a quality team, you show how great That's he is. True. Then all of a sudden, this scandal comes out. He walks out of a cubicle. We don't know what he's done. And now... Oh, the Newcastle Knights need to really put draw a line in the sand here. He hasn't been delivering. It's like, make up uh, your yeah. mind. Is he the best? Is he overrated? Is he one or? of the best players in the comp, or do you want Newcastle to put the foot down on him like, and and you know strip the captaincy? And he's not this, and he's not that good. Like, make up your minds. That's all I'm saying. I saw a couple of people come out as well and say that they didn't like that he was drinking, with like, and he's in, meant to be out with concussions. What do you reckon? I mean, I'm not his specialist. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's probably not the best. It's not the best look. It's uh, not, but. Uh, I'd say it's probably not in his benefit to be drinking, trying to recover from a concussion. Uh, like concussion. Like, I'm just saying. Look, if I was, if I was at that level of play, yeah. you know, and uh, I would be, I would try and be like the LeBron. And we, I know it's mm. rugby league; it's a different yeah. sport. The guy spends a million dollars on his body, you know, and your body's you're treating your body you're like treating a temple. like your body exactly. Yeah, you're investing in it. Look at Tom Brady and the longevity he puts into his body. I don't think many rugby league players do it. Yeah. I know it's changed over time. But in saying that, LeBron enjoys a glass of wine, enjoys a cigar. With that. So that look, there's nothing wrong in moderation. And if he's not, if he's not getting off his head, then it's play on. And I guess we'll never know. I agree. On that note of funny controversies, mm. it got me thinking. We're going to bring back the starters. We haven't done yes. it in a while. The old top five. The old top five. We're bringing it back. These are going to be our top five funniest controversies of all time in the National Rugby League. Bernard, let's go. Five, this is a bit of a tame one. I'm no. going to go with Nathan Cleary doing the old TikTok dance. This was in the height of lockdown. <laughs> he was uh, surrounded by a group of young girls during the early TikTok boom phase. He hopped on one of the trends. He can't bust a move. He looked okay he doing it. It's like his singing voice. 
Keep it off TikTok, Nathan, but that's that's one of them. Nathan, don't worry. The girls still love you for that one. My one is Katoni Staggs treating himself to a nice little mm-hmm. toe suck. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing I mean, wrong with that. depends who you are. You know, it's 2022. People love different things. There's different fan pages for everything now. I so, love it. Yep. Go nuts. Feet. Three Good stuff. <laughs> three <laughs> for me. Three for me has got to be Call Me Puppy. Yes. Dylan Napa. Yes. Okay, this was one of the WhatsApp videos that got sent around like many WhatsApp videos have. But this is one of the more funnier ones. He was going ham. And he and it was it was just funny to watch. Uh he was hitting something from behind and it was it was just one of the funniest scandals. And it was call me Big Puppy, was we it? We all love a, a nickname. Yeah. So he was no, known going forward as Big Puppy and I hope he's doing well. I think he's playing in England at the I moment. Think so. Uh we miss you, Dylan, especially at the Bulldogs. Good stuff, Big Puppy. My number two, when I heard this one. I nearly fell off my chair. Kalen Ponga and Jason Tamalolo to get ready for a big finals game against the Storm. We've all done this as a kid. Mm. They went out egging. That's one way to get ready for a finals. I love it. Uh, Good uh, cardio. It was a couple, Especially if you hit a nice car burner, yeah. <laughs> you better hit the legs hard. I've been there before. It was a couple qu- qu- Cowboys players, I believe, and they, yeah, <laughs> they tried to sweep that under the rug before a big semi game against Melbourne. But I think number one has to go to the GOAT of controversies, and this kind of started... Everyone refers to this as the big scandal. He's been blacklisted ever since. But Todd Carney pissing in his mouth. Now, the the, the image is melted into your brain. You can't unsee it. The human but bubbler. The bubbler. Now, I've got a couple of rugby friends. These guys do it. You know, private school rugby kids. They do it once a week. Yep. But poor old Todd Carney was caught on camera doing it as a rugby league player. And he's been ostracized ever since. I think it was unfair in the grand scheme of things. I think so. With everything that's been going on lately. Hey, he did but it to himself. Todd Carney takes number one with the bubbler. Look, he knows where that bubbler's been, so what's wrong with it? Uh, I don't have a problem. Bear Grylls does it, no one better. Leona Machida in the UFC used to drink his own piss. Apparently, there's nutritional benefits to it. I'm not going to try and find out. Keep it warm. <laughs> no, no, thanks. Just uh, maybe on a deserted island. Worst case scenario. But it's more. If you have to, if yeah. yeah. Bear Grylls did it, as you said. We're going to stick with rugby league. More big news, mm. but not, I don't mind doing this at the end of the week because I feel like we, the news week's a bit slow at the start, then you get all of it you know, Thursday, Friday. Been a big week. The grand final staying where it belongs. In Sydney. In Sydney. Yeah. The game they play in heaven, this is Heaven's Gates. Where the majority of the teams reside. Yep. Remember, it was the New South Wales Rugby League. Mm-hmm. They all joined us. Well, it the thing was, there was a lot of back and forth mm-hmm. of whether it was going to be in Suncorp and go to Queensland. There's been a, a, a lot of uh, mediation between Peter Volandis and the New South Wales government after some backflipping. But I think they've come to an agreement. There was some rumours that it was going to be done in Suncorp, but... They said this was just to smooth it over and they're still going to be negotiating for next year to, where, to as to where the grand final will be. So they're not really on smooth mm. terms, the NRL and the New South Wales government. So I don't know. I think Suncorp would dearly welcome uh, a grand final. Oh, They'll they go would, nuts for love it. it. But I'm just worried if they get it, we're never going to get it back. Well, it'd just be, it'd be like how Magic Ground is and how, you know, the big game three in origin is. It just, it'll, it'll, it'll build up a... a you know, a thing of its own of people wanting to go down there, and it's a big boost to the economy. It's stupid not to have it. So, Perite, pull your finger out because pull we need out. we need a grand we'll final here. What do we, we have here? What do we, we have here? The Easter yet. show, you know? We don't have anything. We need something. We do. So it's the NRL we grand final. We don't even final. have festivals anymore. No, we don't even no. get Stereosonic <laughs> and Defcon and all that stuff. No, we need it. Sorry, I was just having a little look at my phone. Little live score update. We yeah. should do a watch along. Yeah, that's it's definitely on the cards. Yeah, set up a TV. Maybe get a little guest or two. Mm. Did you know this is pretty obscure? Mm-hmm. K 
KSI is actually a massive Paul Gallen fan. KSI, England KSI. England KSI. FIFA KSI. Now, I think I see... Because George Rose initially came out and announced that this will be the first of its kind. Yep. Paul Gallen's essentially fighting a handicap match in Two WWE. In one night. Ben Hannett and Justin Hodges. In one night. Never never before done in boxing. Now, what if he... First was, of its kind. What if he's to get knocked out in, in, in the first match? He can't back up and go in the second. Yeah. So what... I, I don't know. It's just like a lumberjack match in WWE. Yep. I don't know how it took... But KSI now... He's a big fan of the, the G-Train. Because he's copied his model. He, he came out... He announced a replacement for his fight that got canned. He was supposed to fight another YouTuber. That got canned. Announced a replacement... Bit underdone. People were saying you're ducking Jake Paul. What are you doing? So he tries to outdo himself. I think, like you said, he's a big fan of the G Train, and now he's having a two fights in one night like Paul Gallen. Look, I think it's fair to say he must be a massive Cronulla Sharks fan. It's nice to see we're getting that English viewership. Yeah, you know, he must be a big fan of 100% footy. Watching him and Gus go back, <laughs> back and forth. KSI, KSI is. A, he must be a Super League rugby league fan. That was great. I want your opinion on that. Mm. Gal and Gus. Had, they went at it. It was great. I gotta say, Channel Nine, their footy coverage is a bit below par. Hundred percent footy. Cracker. Good watch. Great Good watch. watch. Yeah. Great. You got me onto that. Great watch. <laughs> they were arguing because Gus was talking about the best junior teams in the comp. Yeah. And he named the Roosters as one of them. And get look, I'm not gonna lie. Even as a Roosters fan, I was like, don't know, don't know too many Roosters. How many, how many junior teams do <laughs> you have at this point? Clavelli and yeah. maybe one other, one or two others. So Gal basically said. Well, I don't know if they have too many juniors. And then Gus, Gus just hit him with, you know, with the facts. He said, well, no, you know, it's, it's about developing them from 17 onwards. And Gal replied and said, well, how can you call someone a 17 a junior? It's a fair point. Well, it's a, it's a, what are you talking about? You're talking about grassroots juniors in that district or you're talking about players that you bring over and mould. And I think 17 is a bit too high if, you, if you're going to consider that a junior. If you're maybe bringing them over from 13 years of age and yeah, putting them well, through that's what Gal was the system. Yeah, which I, I kind of agree with, Gal. You can't say Roosters have a good... You, when you look at it at a grassroots level, okay, someone has played rugby league in different comps. I played in the Balmain comp, played in the Canterbury comp, St. George comp for the Kingsgrove Colts. What a club. At some point, the junior, the junior footy, stopped having that much participation. That they had to start relying on Oztag and other forms of participation, and teams ha and and districts had to merge. Yeah, Canterbury started having to play Balmain teams. Balmain and, and merged with they Souths. merged with Souths, yeah. and because less and less players were playing, there weren't wasn't a Division One and Division Twos yeah. anymore. The teams that started to converge real early on were your eastern suburbs clubs. East and South merged straight away. Straight away. The the play the places where there were depths and, and people playing and kids playing was Canterbury, Parramatta, that had multiple divisions and actual kids playing. Balmain Rugby even had a lot of Balmain had a lot yep. of juniors. Uh who else has had a big junior? Penrith. Penrith, Penrith have, have a big junior base. Parramatta would have a massive So that's one. how I would look at who develops juniors. Who actually has a big junior base is, is those. The Roosters, if you're merging yeah. early. Yeah. Look, I've and, got a uh, Roosters jersey on at the moment. But come on, Gus. But that, that, look, that, I'm in sure saying that, your recruitment is second. Yeah, look, and I'm sure maybe great. if there's a technical term that if you're 17, you're classified as a junior. Yes, the Roosters are great at plucking someone, putting them in a system. Developing is the word I would use. I, I think agree. that we are one of, if not the but best teams. Is Suwali, is Suwali, who came over at 17, considered well, a Roosters exactly, junior? That's exactly what Gal said. Gal's like, is he really a Roosters junior? Is When did Nat go over? Nat would have been 18, maybe. Is he, Nat, was, he played a Southeastern, yeah, which is yeah. as south as it gets. He's not a Roosters junior. 
You would hear some Angus Crichton. Is he a Roosters junior? Yeah, no, no. It's a fair point, and I, I, I agree with Gal there. I think, you know, Gus, Gus jun- this, Junior's a junior. Gus has this arrogance about him. I don't know when he's on there. Like, if you, he just, I watch he doesn't it, even he, look. Like, yeah, he's not looking at anyone. What he's he does is he, he just does this and he looks he, up into the distance. He plays that I'm above these scumbags. It is honestly, it is. Okay, I'm a real person in the real world. Yeah. You guys live in fairyland, and you're all idiots. Yeah. for even trying to talk to me about footy. That's why I don't mind Gal because Gal, I feel like, is the only one that's not scared of him. No, it's it's fair, and he goes back and forth with him a fair bit. But I, I like the addition of Gus on there because he kind of smartens these journalists up. If they come out with him, the story goes, "Listen, mate, shut up." That's, you know he's not. You a, don't know yeah, shit. Yeah, he's, you know, you know he's not I mean? afraid to absolutely rip into them. But going over to the NBA is a big, big news today coming out of the Lakers was LeBron signing an extension for two years, making him one of the highest paid or earned earned earnings over. Uh, his NBA career in NBA history contracts or yeah okay, but I mean so when, not you, when you account for inflation I mean okay, you maybe. know we'd have a couple of question marks it's like Titanic and Avatar you know we don't really know which one is the highest grossing film but yeah I mean it's big for LeBron and he's also got a two year option so he's really locked in till 2024 and he has an extra two years if he wants to go on that further now that two years now let me ask you this question yeah. I've had this conversation if LeBron Goes on to win another championship. Is he considered in the GOAT conversation? Probably probably stays where he is. He, he hasn't won many in succession. He's won with different teams. He probably still doesn't touch that level where Jordan is, especially in the Huge conversation call. of GOAT, right? But think about this. If he does it with his son in the Lakers or goes on a run to the NBA Finals with his son, is that game over and that, LeBron's yeah, the done, GOAT? Done. Because no one's done that, I think, in sporting history. With your son. Maybe in baseball there's some obscure reference of a father-son playing, but not a father-son winning a championship. And if LeBron achieves that, go. it's the greatest of no, all time without question. Longevity, plays with his son, leads them to a he championship. He played that long, his son grew up and won a chip with him, it's over. You can't, shut there's the nothing right that there. would beat no, it. Nothing. Nothing. And I think that is what he's devoting the rest of his career to. He's but got that two-year option. What if the Detroit Pistons draft his son? Is he no, moving it, it to Detroit? It won't happen. It just won't what happen. He, well, that, that. But like his son will get drafted high. I so mean, is his son just going to just probably just wave it up. off? It's sorry. Listen, at the end of the day, you he's going to do an Eli it's Manning. It's LeBron. To... It's LeBron. He controls the NBA. He yeah. he has the biggest say in the the Lakers trade well, and they tank for his son. It, I, I just think it's it's just where he's going to end up. He could almost forego the draft if he really wants to. Does he need to be drafted? He just walks straight into the Lakers facility. He's been training at the Lakers facility with his father. It's all over social media. But I'm saying that would just set him apart from the discussions for of sure. who's, who's the greatest of all time. Yeah, for sure. No, no one would have achieved that. And I think that's what he's working towards. It'd be something amazing to watch. Four, five. If he wins his fifth, I think he's in the GOAT discussion. If you say, look, like LeBron's my GOAT because I watched him. Yeah, I agree. But I've also watched The Last Dance. Yeah, that was... I think that changed a lot of people's lives. Yeah. And I, I mean, you, you, you hear those stories passed down. Like, we didn't catch that much of Andrew Johns. But we caught a bit of him. Yeah, You true. know what I mean? Great point, actually. That's a very but good we point. Still know, we still acknowledge him as the greatest of all time. Speaking of great sport documentaries, mm. Detroit Lions, Hard Knocks. Very good. Give it a watch. Dan Campbell, great coach. He's emotional. It got me thinking. We're having a little chat. I'm just, sw- I'm swifting mm. here. I'm switching, changing. Where's Jeff Toovey? I know we said that the other day. It, like emotional coach because we're saying it, why Seraldo was one of the most sought after 
coaches that has not coached Never a game coached of first game. grade, right? Jeff Tuvey, proven NRL first grade coach. Never got a off gig the anywhere grid. else. Off the grid. What's he doing? I don't know. I, I, I personally love Tuvey as a coach. He was animated. I love his press conferences. He obviously got the best out of his players. At yeah, end. He was a great good. successor to Des. Obviously learned a lot from Des. But it's like... In the, in the terms of discussion, I remember he was maybe up for an Australian coaching role at one point, maybe a representative coaching role, and then he's just kind of, maybe it's just not for him anymore. He doesn't want the stress. Because yeah, you got to think, who, who wants to be a coach these days? You wouldn't want to. You know what I mean? And like, got, we've said it before. You've got one to two years to make it work, and then he's probably looking around going, do I really want any of these jobs? Do I want to coach the Gold Coast Titans? I know. Nah, yeah. No way. They're waiting on Kieran Foran to come through now. That's all they're banking on. They've had a shocking season. Newcastle, Holbrook, would you want to be him right now? Nah, you are under the gun. Adam O'Brien. Adam O'Brien hooks under the un, under the pump now as well. He's just sacked all his stuff. He's sacked James Graham, all his assistants. I mean, Trent Barrett's got another go. He just signed yeah, with Parramatta as yeah, an assistant. Yeah, get another crack. That's where he does but his best work anyway as talking an assistant. About, talking about coaches, it was, we haven't touched on it because it was earlier on in the week, but Paul Green... Massive yeah. tragedy that, that ran through the NRL. Um, everyone's had their their say on it. You know, mental health's a big thing, and we champion that on the podcast. But, I mean, a, a big discussion that was had on 100% footy, which we are big fans of, like we said, was the media's role in, in the players' mental health, coaches' mental health. And there was a bit of an awkward exchange between Gus and a couple of the journos on there because some of the journos immediately said, you know, because they'll never know what was the tipping point for for Paul Green. Yeah. No one will ever. And you know. don't want to. That's the sad either, thing, and that's the tragic yeah. thing. Um, but Gus Gus Gordon kind of came out and said, "Is is like, you, we'll never know." And it's a big assumption to make that media or certain individuals have to be held accountable. People still have, you know, the the right to opine because if you look up, you know, articles from years ago or or whatever it be, or s- someone having a go at Paul Green for when he was coaching in the Queensland origin and the, and the job he did there is like, do do people stop applying on rugby league? Is it, do we have to police what's said about things? It's just such a gray area. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and you never know. And I think that the ultimate, uh, lesson here is you just never know what people are going you, through. You don't, you don't know you what can, certain players are going through. You can't speculate. You can't comprehend what he was going through and just, you know, you got to reiterate that it's, it's such a hard thing to tackle, but we need to, you know, it's not, it, it was so like, it was so powerful seeing Jonathan Thurston talk about it. And he said 10, 15 yeah, years ago, he was boiling his, yeah, eyes, he was yeah. his eyes. And he said 10, 15 years ago, you, if you said you had a problem with mental health, you know, it was all oh, about, you'll be right. Bit of cement. And now they've come a long way, but then something like this happens to just remind us that they're still so, we've yeah. got such a long way to go. So we just need to reiterate, you know, that you're definitely not weak to speak. Yeah, it's definitely if it's you're definitely an blue, epidemic. Speak to someone. It's definitely an epidemic among men. It's disproportionate that a lot more men are, are killing themselves, which is which is very tragic. But uh, there's been calls for a uh, a mental health round next year, which I think is probably I overdue. Think it just needs to be a like every game's a mental health. Game. Yeah, it's just. Well, I hope I hope you know as much as a tragedy, we we continue to bring awareness. And look, to we it. just need to reiterate that as if you're feeling down. There's services and I'm sure friends and family that are willing to hear you out. Let's move on now, Bernard, to our long shot. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how we went last week, to be honest. It was that long ago. How did we go? I was cut close. I, I had. What'd you have? I had bulldogs to. What did I have? To go over. I don't even remember. And a couple of. Uh, well, it doesn't matter because. Pluses. I am gonna win. I'm feeling real good about this. I'm gonna go. You said 
Canberra, Canberra, Canberra. But we've also said Canberra got a bottle job in them, Bernard. Yeah. So what are you taking? So I'm going to go Newcastle to end their season this Sunday. Newcastle to beat Newy, Canberra. Newy last couple of weeks have been better. they got to win without, against the Tigers. Without Bradman Best, without Kalen Ponga. Without. Yeah, well, they've been playing better without Kalen Ponga. So I'm going to go huge upset. The Canberra. It's not even Newcastle to beat Canberra. It's Canberra to beat Canberra. Yeah, that's about $3.50. Well, I'm going the complete opposite of you. I'm going to take Canberra to make the eight and surpass your roosters in to get into the top eight at eight dollars. You can get them at eight dollars. If they win silly. The next two games, which is a fairly easy run to the finals and get past Newcastle, and the Roosters lose to Melbourne Storm and South, which is a big possibility, eight dollars could be coming in real quick. So get on eight dollars while you can. That is my long shot. I'll have a little bit of a play on it, I think. Well, yeah, eight bucks. It's worth a little bit. What I will say is Chooks, game against the Tigers, two points. Clear and superior for and against. We're not only going to make the eight, but we're going to make the grand final. Well, it's going to come down to your last two games, and Classic we'll games. see if you can aim up. We'll see if you can aim up. Anything on this weekend, Bernard? Look, I think I'm going to be catching some AFL nice. going into the finals. It's the last Lovely. round before the finals. Going to do a bit of comparison work. Uh, and I'm excited to see, you know, I want to see Collingwood make a, a bit of a play. They bottled it last week mm. against the Swans, but I guess we'll see where we end up. But, yeah, look out for some AFL content. Beautiful, mate. We'll enjoy that. And guys, as always, make sure you're following us on all the socials, Instagram, TikTok. Give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast, The B-Team Podcast. Until next week, guys, Bernard, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. See you later.